0: Shine Claus is to you you you
1: better you better not you better not i to be Santa Claus is
0: That whooshing sound you may hear this Christmas is not Santa. It may very well be a visitation from the other side. On this episode of The Soul Trap, we talk about one simple truth Santa. He's an alien. You get to watch out, you get to not cry, you get to be good, I am telling you why Satan Claus is coming to town. <laughs> alien encounters are alien only in the sense that they are not native to the dimension in which we as human beings, made in the image of God, operate. They are beings from another habitat, created to populate another estate, yet they have at times, down through the centuries, pierced the veil between the worlds and manifested themselves. Many have witnessed this. Some have even told us the story, and a few have so convinced us of the dark encounters that we fear to close our eyes in the dead of night, for fear that we may find ourselves visited. One of the most famous cases of encounters is the case of Whitley Strieber. In an article written in September 2020, the author writes, Whitley began experiencing incidents that would change his life forever during Christmas 1985. Beginning in the family's isolated log cabin in the picturesque woodlands of upstate New York, and then continuing at the family's apartment in New York City, the encounters of Whitley Strieber would result several books, many claims, and divided opinions in UFO circles. Indeed, many today are wary of the claims made by Strieber, and what his motivation might have actually been. Regardless, however, they are certainly intriguing claims, and most definitely an examination needs to be done. It all began Christmas 1985. For reasons he couldn't explain at the time, Strieber had become increasingly concerned about security measures, fearing that, quote, intruders were coming into their country retreat. Now let me pause for a minute and ask a question. Have you ever been alone, totally alone in your house or on a street? You know you're alone, yet there is the most profound sensation that something, or rather... Someone is there, and not just there, but they they are likewise aware of your presence, watching you. Many have had that kind of experience, and so did Whitley Strieber. This is an interesting point, as many alien abductees, before they are aware of anything, such as an extreme nature taking place, often have similar feelings that something, someone, has been there. For the Striebers, Christmas 1985, just outside of New York City, began ideally. Snow was falling and arrived on Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day brought the usual joyful festivities, as well as more snow. Indeed, it was an ideal time for a young family. The 26th of December began much the same way, with a walk in the snowy woodlands and an evening of food and music and fellowship. Strieber writes of the incident at length in the opening pages of the book Communion. He states, quote, In the middle of the night on December 26th, I do not know the exact time, I abruptly found myself awake, and I knew why. I heard a peculiar whooshing, swirling noise coming from the living room. This was no random noise, no settling of the house but a sound as if a large number of people were moving rapidly around in the room. Strieber shot right up in bed, listening intently. The following morning, Strieber remembered the nightmare that he called it he had had the previous evening of something entering the room. A strange figure, smaller than a child, with large, black, luminous eyes and an O-shaped mouth approaching his bed. As he would discover over the coming months, the nightmares he had suffered were not just merely a dream. After returning home to their apartment in New York City, while casting the incident to one side, Strieber's mood began to change noticeably. He was perpetually anxious, a state of mind that caused his mood to fluctuate greatly. Furthermore, he began noticing pains and markings in various places around his body. After his behavior continued for several weeks in this way, interspersed with partial memories of incidences that he couldn't quite remember or even tell if they were real or not, Streber would contact author Bud Hopkins, whose work had dealt with such strange incidents, all of which were apparent cases of alien abduction. It is through Hopkins that Streber met Dr. Donald Klein, who was an expert in hypnotic regression a method used to unlock forgotten or hidden or even unwanted memories. An experienced psychologist, Klein would eventually take Streber back to the night of December 26, 1985, several hours after the family had gone to bed, just after 10 o'clock. The first hypnosis session took place on March 1, in 1986, in Dr. Klein's Manhattan office. After several moments, Klein had taken Streber back to the evening of the 4th of October. Once more, he was in bed and had again woken suddenly in the middle of the night. He suddenly realizes there is something in the room with him. In communion, Strieber writes, when he sees, I see him. He comes over to the bed. He looks mean. He's little. He goes up to the top of the lamp. He's got eyes, big eyes, big slanted eyes, a bald head. He's got a ruler in his hand. He has a tip of silver and touches me. I see pictures. I see pictures of the world blowing up when he touches my head with this thing. It's a whole big blast, and there's dark red fire in the middle of it, and there's white smoke all around. Then, in an instant, in a state of confusion, but still... Hypnotized, Strieber began exclaiming that, quote, the house is on fire. It was around this point that he came out of regression. Several days later, on the 5th of March, in the same Manhattan office, Klein would regress Strieber back to the evening of the 26th of December in the log cabin. Strieber recalled waking up with a jump and then hearing movement. However, instead of getting up to investigate, he lay back down in his bed. Then is when the door to the bedroom began to open. Next to him, his wife remained asleep. A figure suddenly was visible, edging around the door. Suddenly, Streber, shocked into paralysis, watched as more of these strange creatures entered the room. He got out of bed and began to remove his clothes, seemingly due to the command that he had no idea that he was receiving. There in front of him was an ominous-looking black cot. Schrieber would state under hypnosis, voicing his feelings that, quote, he didn't like the look of that thing. Nevertheless, he lays down on this iron crib-like bed, and the rest that begin to happen to him, well, you'll have to read the book to find out. We try not to do spoilers around here at The Soul Trap, But you will have to determine as you read whether you believe him. Is he telling the truth? Is he dreaming? Or is he lost somewhere in the gray haze between two worlds separated by an ever-thinning veil? It's not just Streber. Mentioned earlier in the name Bud Hopkins, Hopkins is often credited with popularizing the idea of alien abductions as genetic experimentation through the abductions. He has been dubbed father of the abduction movement by some in the UFO community. Although that title is somewhat misleading, Hopkins has played a major role in the research form of scientific investigation into abductions. Hopkins, along with Elizabeth Slater, who conducted psychological tests of abductees, likened these experiences to rape. That's a stunning accusation. He believes their experiences, similar to rape, specifically for the purpose of human reproductive capabilities. Now that sounds a lot like something coming out of Genesis chapter number 6, does it not? In fact, Hopkins was inclined to dismiss his client's conscious memory of abuse for more alien explanations. He was indeed not an alarmist, but rather a spiritualist in his approach to the alien visitations, believing the visitations to be apocalyptic. And that no good could come of these encounters. He described the victims... We might want to take another look at Genesis 6. We might want to take a look again at the book of Jude. What's really going on out there? These victims were reportedly taken to spaceships, impregnated by extraterrestrials, then later as the hybrid baby developed, returned to the ship to have the fetus removed, given up to the alien parent. The alien parents purportedly had the ability to communicate telepathically with their child on occasion according to victims reports as told by hopkins the human parents were allowed to see their human alien hybrid or transgenic children once a victim according to hopkins abducted were powerless powerless over the intrusion and susceptible to additional kidnappings which may extend to their children generational if people have had one abduction experience, Hopkins writes, then they will have others. There is something crazy going on up there in the skies and here in the darkness of our homes. Is it so crazy to imagine an alien hybrid? Not really. If we consider the aliens to be demonic and we connect them and relate to them to Genesis chapter number six, exactly what is that coming down into our homes? into our lives, and this time of year, into our chimneys in the dead of night. Santa. In an interesting turn of events and connection, and maybe even a plausible coincidence, it seems that Santa is actually a code word for aliens and UFOs used by NASA. NASA. In a Daily Mail article, the author states, quote, three flying saucers were spotted on the moon during NASA's lunar landings, according to the bizarre claims of a former NASA contractor. In a video testimony, Donna Hare says the space agency covered up a series of UFO sightings
1: that they codenamed Santa Claus. Uh, one of the gentlemen I had been friends with, and I still talk to occasionally, uh he pointed his my attention to one area of this mosaic it was one panel of a mosaic which are several several panels put together to form a larger picture and these were either i believe they were satellite pictures i'm not sure they were aerial looking down and i i said this is really interesting he explained everything and then he with a smile on his face he said look over there and i looked and in one of the photo panels uh, i saw a round white dot and at the time, it was very crisp, very sharp lines on it. And I said to him, uh, "What? What is that? Is that a dot on the emulsion?" And then he's grinning and he says, uh, "Dots on the emulsion don't leave round shadows on the ground." And there was a round shadow at the right angle, at the correct angle. The sun shining on the trees. I saw pine trees. I didn't see a coastline. I don't know where this was, but. Uh, I looked at him, and I was pretty startled because I'd worked out there several years and never seen anything like this, never heard of anything like this. And uh, I said, is this a UFO? And he's smiling at me, and he says, I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. What I knew he meant was, it was, but he couldn't tell me. So I said, what are you going to do with this information? And he said, well, we always have to airbrush them out before we sell them to the public. And I was just amazed that they had a protocol in place for getting rid of UFO pictures. So as a precaution, they were put in quarantine for a little while. This particular man was in quarantine with them and was part of their debriefing. He said that a lot of them talked about their experience in seeing these craft follow them. I believe there was three on the moon when they landed. and. Uh, And I think, and this is the best of my memory, that the code word was Santa Claus. Hare
0: claims that she was told by numerous sources, which she does not name, about three UFOs that landed shortly after one of the moon landings. That is, if you even believe that we landed on the moon. Well, it seems that there is audio confirmation of this. You tell me what they're talking about. I think... When we add the Santa and the alien and the sexual encounters trying to taint the human gene pool, it all equates to a whole new layer to the song I Saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus. So maybe Santa is from the north and a lot more naughty than nice. Sleep tight, everyone. Santas are going to be here a lot sooner than everyone thinks. Merry Christmas.
1: <smart noise> and a happy new
0: year <smart> oh <noise>